the story so far. Before you know it, waves overwhelm the Viola. As if the spaceship's real and Brighton Pier is real. Mm. If these things are here because we're here, have we got any control over yeah. them? Yeah. You might be able to exert some control over their shape. One year ago, four colleagues of yours were working aboard the cruise ship Prospero. When the ship sank, they were washed up on a remote island. Three of the four came back. I'm not a climber, and it's just going to take it completely out of me. I'm just exhausted by the time I get to the bottom. I like that. You see lava spewing down the sides of the volcano. Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we're all merely players. Having fallen and taken serious harm, is this <laughs> is there another flashback on this island for me? <laughs> this seems to be the way that my characters always get hit. <laughs> um, I mean, if 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 you feel like the way the exhaustion manifests for you is that your brain goes out of the current situation and you're just in denial about the oncoming lava and exhaustion, and instead you come to to dwell on how that ship and that skull could possibly be there and what they might mean and why they seem so familiar to you, then potentially you can roll something for that if you'd like. Uh, yeah, I haven't had a mystery magnet yet. Okay. sort of thing <laughs> it seems like a high intense situation mm-hmm. where maps I'm not exactly uh, the most, I'm pretty fuzzy brained yeah. that kind of exhaustion kind of level you're at where I probably haven't even noticed the lava to be honest with you mm. I, I don't suppose my vision is all that sharp You've been compartmentalising mm-hmm. up till this point. You had that one weird moment where you first saw the steamship and mm-hmm. you've just been deliberately not thinking about it since. Yep. Uh, but now your brain is so fuzzy that you it sneaks up on you. Uh, roll resolve. Ooh, even though he's uh, he's exhausted. Mm. Ooh, that's oh, good. wow, that's, that's really a good 10, thing. even with a minus one. Wow. Ask two and answer them yourself. Wow. Oh, wow. You get to define what this mystery means. Oh, blimey. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, if, you, if you want discussion, then then we can we can all contribute. But ultimately, you're the one who gets final say on what the answers to these questions are. Okay. Pick two. I think one of them is the connection to other mysteries we've discovered. Mm-hmm. And I think also what it could cost to turn it to our advantage. Mm, that would be like, like what can we get from these things to help us? I think those two. So there's only been two mysteries, so it'll be what ties the steam paddle with the map, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this uh, this third one, I guess, of me having quite a, a visual memory of me falling. Mm. <laughs> um, so I guess connecting them all together, these seem like... They, I guess the connection is that they seem like memories. They seem like things that happened to you, but you don't remember them happening to you. Yeah. But it also seems like that we have some sort of control over them. Like there is like some of it went away 
like they they seem to be real but malleable. Mm-hmm. You seem to have some sort of influence, I would call it, rather than control. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So maybe that's the about what it would cost to turn it to our advantage. Maybe like in this weird state, there's knowing that Natalie managed to do something with it. Is there a cost to be able to not again not to have control, but to be able to somewhat how influence these things as they happen? And what would, what what would that influence cost? I've got a suggestion for that, if you want to hear it. I would love to. I think what it would cost you to turn these mysterious artefacts and structures and objects to your advantage is that you have to accept that they are tied to some version of your... some other version of yourself and some other version of your life, Mm -hmm. and that to influence them in a way that would help Mm -hmm. yourself or the others, Mm -hmm. you you would have to effectively give up this version of your life so what does that mean give it up as in as in you would have to acknowledge it's almost like a a a shift of frame of mind Mm -hmm. where you would have to embrace the version of your life that this thing came from yeah and that would mean that would become your real life and this one that you're in now would become like a dream or a reflection but that in doing that you could for instance like restore the steamer to full working order including its radio yeah but that this version of you here on this island with these three might vanish sure okay then if you're happy with that, because you have narrative control over what the answer to that question is, so you can decide that it's something different if you prefer. No, that is cool. But at this point, you've only asked the question. Yeah. Not necessarily actioned the answer. Okay. I'm only thinking because if giving myself up to this and it does a thing from these other lives <laughs> or other versions of myself Parallels. giving myself up to the one that's just happening mm-hmm. last time i was in this situation a helicopter turned up and rescued stuff yeah like this is a moment where essentially yeah maybe i can turn it in like in a helicopter to get you guys out of here Have a little nap now. <laughs> Bedtime. Yeah. Oh, we gotta eat the chickens first, haven't we? Yeah, I see the delicious birds. Have you plucked them? Yep. Lovely plucked yeah. pie. Mm-mm-mm. I've got a lovely fire going. Pop them on the fire, roast them up. Does mm-hmm. that mean one of my morales is back after uh, that? Somebody, chat? somebody's gonna have to roll for that. Oh right. And okay, you got yeah. two. I've got one. I've got two. Shall mm-hmm. I start boosting somebody's morale? Yes, yeah, please. So you've got two morale and you're by a fire. Yeah. And by a fire, mm-hmm. so I've got plus three here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna say. Alex, it's all going to be okay. Look how good my splint is. <laughs> oh, Have is some delicious like, chicken, not chicken. That is loads. 12. Uh, you both gain one morale. I then, can't get any more. Yeah, you're already at max. Brilliant. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Anyone else want a boost? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit down next to him and reveal that I actually have a banana in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was just pleased to see me. <laughs> <laughs> I crossed it. 
that's exactly the kind of drug that would boost up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm literally like, feeling better now. I'm going like, to reveal what? it in a really light way. Yeah. <laughs> right, you can have the last banana, mate, because you've got an oh, injured Thank you very much. That's banana. Seven, eight. Alex gains one morale. Okay. Yay. Yay. Well done. I, uh, I, I break off. Uh, who, who, who am I healing? Is it Vix? Yeah, try yeah. for me. Okay. Um, I share my banana. Oh, <laughs> Fine. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm healing. Yeah, I, yeah. I did just give it to you. You can do with it like what you want. Still, still upset about it, aren't you? A little bit. That is a eleven. Yes. You both gain one morale, Alex. You are already at max. So oh, nice. Get to be back at two. I've been in there since I was in the pit. <laughs> 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 or maybe since I fought the Congo Ill. Who even knows? I've had an you eventful had a day. Bad day. And I cleared a pile day. of fish <laughs> and plucked some birds. Oh my gosh. Call me Bear Grylls. Okay. I say, um, you know, really, even though it was a weird experience, I'm really glad that you had that weird experience as well, so that we're all in this together. You know what? Me too. Yeah, that's an eleven. Yeah. We're really good at rolling well when it comes to morale. We're really nice We're nice fireside. I'm chat. feeling so left out. I love our fireside system now. <laughs> yeah. Being like at the end of the day, we get a fire and we just wipe the slate clean yeah. of how horrible the day was. <laughs> okay, so a nice little nap. Good night's sleep. Nap, nap, Yeah, a much better night's sleep. Mm. Yay! So restful. A new day dawns on the strange camp between the slats of the steam paddler wheel. Uh, Alex, what's the weather looking like? The um, the the weather's looking pretty um, pretty good today. No, there doesn't seem to be any like high winds, so I think it could be like this for a little while. Okay, well, so it's going to be quite nice and quite sunny today. Okay, moderate and sunny. Okay, roll instinct. instinct. Yes. That is a nine. Uh, okay, your prediction holds up. Brilliant. That is what the weather's going to be like today. Great. And just a bit of housekeeping. Um, overnight, I've dried my trousers on the fire, mm. and I'm going to put them back on for today. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you won't put them back today. All day. Brilliant. You have to sort of crack them a bit to get all the salt out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're not their best, but at least they're not wet. <laughs> yeah. Did we establish whether this lake is Fresh water or salt water? Uh, you would know from the accounts of the previous uh, survivors that the lake you're near is indeed fresh water. Nice. Okay, I'm going to fill up the cup. Yeah, trademark. Because if we're not going to get any rain today, yeah, we're going to need that. Mm. Shit. I think we could try and do two things today, mm-hmm. either together or separately. Mm-hmm. One is try and do a little bit more exploring of the mystery. And by that, I mean we could go and find some things, but also... From my thinking last night, I think there is the potential for us, or at least me, to be able to, like, do something with the objects by, like, applying my mental energy in the correct way. Mm -hmm. But I think that could also mean that if we were to go back to the ship in the lovely lake, that we might be able to (laughs) use that as a way of getting ourselves um, off the island, which is probably also a kind of... We'd be good to find out some more things, but if we could then get that information back Mm. to the rest of the world, that would be ideal. Yeah. With the whole manipulation of the object, is that exclusively just you, do you think, that can do that? Or could we all give it a crack? I don't... You're pretty sure that anybody could give it a crack. Yeah, okay. Is there a way that we can use that feature of the island to try and track whether Strat is here or not, do you think? Let's, I mean, let's give it a try on the paddle steamer. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, we're on one. Yeah, we've got mm. one right here. Mm. Alex, do you want to... I mean, you're the one who has a connection with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a crack. Um, so I... How, how, however, like, <laughs> I'm just like, I've got no I'm idea what I'm doing. Really hard. I'm just, I'm just going to put my hands on it, both my hands on it, and ask, ask it, or just in my head. Just nicely ask it, <laughs> dear paddle boat. Dear paddles, dear mat. And sort of in my head, start sort of repeating over and over again the phrase "show a strap." show a strat show a strat and just keep chanting that over and over in my head and kind of just focusing all of my energy through my hands as much as possible like I've never done this before but I'm giving it as good a, good a, a shot good, as well. a good go Alex yeah. okay uh, roll resolve mm-hmm. uh, with a plus one because you have a personal connection to this object so it's a plus two because I've, I've not another one a plus one already yes that is a nine you can get what you want, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it'll cost you one morale. Or you can realise that it's going to take that out of you and back off. I'll take the hit. As you kind of connect to this object mm-hmm. and kind of think into the, back into that mindset of uh, what, where your brain went when you first saw it and you first had that thought, you feel your yourself almost slipping between two states between the life that you remember here Mm -hmm. where you had a relatively uneventful life Mm -hmm. until you learned of the shipwrecking of your colleagues and started delving into that mystery and it's led you here and between another life where you were a lawman in the old west (laughs) oh so cool and you realize that this object is connected to that life. Mm-hmm. Both those lives were real. But you, this version of you, can only inhabit one. And so in order to manipulate this object, you have to almost like acknowledge the Wild West lawman life as real. Mm-hmm. And that erodes the life that you're in here. <gasps> and so the loss of morale is almost like I think you all see Alex start to become transparent. Ooh. And it's only for, a, it's only for a, a few moments and he, he comes back, but he comes back to full solidity looking kind of drained and weak. And what you see from the paddle wheel is its surface starts to take on like an oily rainbow sheen, like mm. it's covered in a thin oil. And part of it, uh, not the whole thing, but just a section of it starts to decohere and mm-hmm. become mm-hmm. almost liquid, and a globule of it breaks off and takes a shape. It's a crude shape, and it you see the outline of a 3D model almost of Strat <gasps> mm-hmm. lying on the ground. It's, it's almost like a mannequin. Like It, mm-hmm. it has mm-hmm. his shape, but it has no colour, no definition, yeah. mm-hmm. no features. But it's recognisably strapped. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a similar, similarly featureless kind of 3D mannequin cradling him. Oh, no. And you see, it reminds you weirdly and comically of those weird, like, Korean TV news 3D yeah, instruction. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, they're moving in a kind of crude way, and mm. it's almost like a pantomime. And you see Strat's hand come up, and and his the mouth of the Strat mannequin moves in a way that he seems to be saying something very intensely. Mm. Uh, and his other hand points <gasps> up into the sky, and then 
the strat shape starts to crumble into thousands of tiny little bubble globules of this rainbow stuff and float off into the air. And then the whole thing just sort of melts into a globule that sinks into the ground. And about a quarter of the paddle wheel is now gone. Welcome one and all to Merely Roleplayers, where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm Matt, your compare for this production of Prospero and Viola Act 9 of 10. While the cast reset the stage for our next scene, let's take a look at what's in the programme. Pod UK, the podcast fan convention, is this Saturday the 1st of February at Millennium Point in Birmingham. I'll be there in the podcaster's promenade with Alex of The Viola, sharing table space with our friends from the Kaiju FM podcast network. One of those friends is Chris from the Space Jam Continuum podcast, who you might also remember as Foxglove in Codename Mosaic, our season 5, and the guest game master of Parallax Inverted, part 3 of season 6. And then there's Rob, the man who's made this happen, who booked the space and invited us to share it, the head of Kaijo FM and the host of The Prestige and Triple Feature, among others. The lot of us will be on tables 7 and 8, on your right as you enter the promenade. We'll have a load of blank character sheets with us, so bring a friend to say hello and decide each other's stats merely roleplayers style. Also in February, we've got a new season of the Ragged Scratch podcast to look forward to. This is the audio drama work in progress showcase podcast run by Nat of the Prospero and her company Ragged Foils. Every episode gives you two new bite-sized bits of audio drama in development, along with interviews with the creators. If you want to get out in front of the next big names in audio, you, you can't do better. Search for Ragged Scratch in your podcast app and subscribe so you can't miss the new season when it arrives. But first, you're going to want to hear what happens next, or before, as we flash back a year to rejoin the castaways from the Prospero, straight after this promo. Welcome! Are you looking for something different? Something unconventional and unpredictable? An actual play podcast that blends comedy, improvisation, horror and storytelling to create something greater. Perhaps you seek homebrew adventure or the entire retelling of a 5th edition D&D adventure in a way you've never heard before. Or maybe something from the Cthulhu mythos. Then check out Penance RPG. Visit penancerpg.com or join us on social media. We have such tales to show you. Starky, Nat, and uh, poor dislocated shoulder Josh stumble uh, up to Strat mm-hmm. and find him lying there, like with furrowed brow and glassy eyes, looking super dazed. And for a moment, you think he must be badly injured and have hit his head. Uh, but he doesn't seem injured, he just seems like breathing heavily and out of it. 
Strat, Strat, Strat. Fugue state. Uh, I hand over a, a handful of honeycomb that I've had stored somewhere, even though I'm just in my pants. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> hand it over and say he's, he's crashing. Feed that to me. And can you sort my arm out, please? <laughs> uh, shove the sort of like waft the honey under your nose and mouth, like dip it on your tongue. I'll take it. I'll eat some. Okay, okay this so. is really not the time for this strat. Like, there's, <laughs> there's, there's probably a volcano going off, so we need to keep you, moving. Can, okay. you, can you sort his shoulder yes. and I'll get yeah. him back on his feet? Great, okay, good. How do I get him? Oh, you've got to feed him, haven't we? Yeah, with, with so the he, would to, he would need to wolf down all the honeycomb you've got on you. All right. Eat that, it! <laughs> Shut it in his mouth! <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then you so, diagnosing. So, yeah. What was that intellect that it uses? Uh, what is diagnosis? I believe it is intellect, yes. Okay, so that's a six. Yeah, you make it worse. Ah! <laughs> I mean, you can't really make it that much worse. For it's more painful, though. Yeah, yeah you, cause him, you cause him pain, and it uh, is distressing. Oh. Uh, and he's still at zero morale and cannot gain more. Oh, my more. God. Uh, <laughs> okay, Josh. It's okay, okay, okay. So... Tears begin to run down my face. Can I just force it through anyway? That's all Starky did earlier, so his poor arms (laughs) shot the bloody thing off. (laughs) You can try again if you can try a different approach, if there's a different way that you try to sort him out. Okay. So before I was literally trying to be like, right, okay, dislocated arm, I'm just going to crunch it back into place. Uh, But this time I'm like, okay, okay, well, that's clearly not going to work. So I'm just kind of. With gently kind of, I'm, I'm holding you Twist in my arms and gently Twist kind of it. twisting and and coercing and also like stroking your temple mm-hmm. and talking all sorts of bollocks, being like, you know, I just think like when we get back to camp, we've got loads of fish and they're going to be really tasty. I'm vegetarian, and I'm not going to eat any fish. Okay, well we've still got loads rabbits. of coconut. And I tell you what, it was really amazing. There was this map that we found in a bottle and yeah. it was really cool. Uh-huh. It's a bit weird. Yeah. And it feels like I've seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> um, it feels like I've seen it before, but I don't know. But anyway, you'll, you'll have to have a look at it because it, it was really interesting. I think with that, okay. you've the injury is sorted. Fucking You're hell. no longer injured. You're still at zero morale, but you are now able to regain morale and do stuff. Okay. I stand up holding my arm and just the, the tears begin to sort of I'm pour down my face with the sorry, pain. Sorry, I missed the St. John's ambulance course day. Thank, um, thank you for climbing down that mountain and pulling me off of it. Uh, well, you know. How strap? Yeah, what's Starkey doing with strap? Uh, I'm sort of like, eat the bloody honey! <laughs> I think I made a decision. So, right, I kind of remember all of this, what's happened, and I sort of threw the mouthful of honey. <laughs> I go to look at Chris, and I shall say, when we're in the gravest of danger, our loved ones can rescue us. Poppins protocol. And in the distance, there will be the sound of a helicopter. And I will hold very, very strongly onto Chris. And I will point towards the helicopter. Go to him. <gasps> Clive? Starkey, you look out to where Strat is pointing and you can see that there is indeed a cargo helicopter hovering above the tree line, being buffeted by the, the disturbed air currents, the wind being caused by the intense heat of the lava. 
of the erupting volcano. It's being buffeted. It looks like uh, it's going to have trouble actually landing. And then you look back to Strat, and it's like his his outline, his uh, the surface of him has taken on uh, a sheen, like uh, like oil on a puddle, and uh, it moves across him like a slick, uh, as if he's uh, as if he's malleable, and he small droplets start to bud off and drift upwards into the sky as Strat, Strat's form disintegrates into a series of... They look like tiny soap bubbles, but as if they're made of like a heavy metal. It's bizarre. And they drift off into the, into the sky. He's a bloody wizard. He's <laughs> <laughs> a magician all along. We knew it. I can't believe his last words weren't get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he missed a trick. Oh my god. That was wild. Blimey so Strat is gone then. Gone yeah, is the right gone, word. Gone. gone in bubble gone, form. Gone. What? And some part of the ship boat steam mm, thing is also, yeah. it's, it's gone used. by you looking. Mm. Yeah. You made it something else. Mm. That was well done. Crikey. By the way. Thank you. I ten, guess. ten out of ten, but crikey Moses. I have a little theory, mm-hmm. which you guys might have your own. That if part of each of these structures disappears when someone goes, would that explain why it's only half a ship? Or do you guys know something I don't know about the ship? Um, I think that half of the ship ended up in like a parallel version of reality. Parallel, parallel version. Mm, yeah. Okay, cool, fine. Yeah, but... But, um, but then this isn't a whole paddle steamer. Yeah, it's mm. just the wheel. Mm. Unless they brought the wheel from the whole paddle steamer that's somewhere else. Because it was the whole of Brighton Pier, right? Yeah, exactly. Not half of Brighton Pier. So whether Strat somehow used the rest of the paddle steamer to bubble yeah. away. Yeah. Or if something happened to Strat that made him bubble away. Because they hadn't explored the part of the island that Brighton Pier's on. So As far as we know, no. As far as it wasn't on the map. Mm. It was so. not on the map. What was Strat was pointing at? Yeah. Maybe the helicopter that was coming to rescue them. In which case, terrible timing. Maybe he made the helicopter. <gasps> Maybe he did. Maybe he did. That's the sort of thing Strat would do. He likes making things. He does. He bodged himself. He turned into a helicopter. Or he, like, made a helicopter happen. Yeah. And it sacrificed his life force to do that. <gasps> but where's he gone, then? He's gone into the world the helicopter came from. Maybe. Or he is the helicopter. Uh, sure. Alex, anything you want to tell us about the experience you just had? I mean, other than I felt like I'd taken on the part of me that was in that reality with the paddle steamer. So I felt like I was becoming... Yeah. Like, I felt one side of my face feel really hot and sort of... And like it, like, I, like I, I, I burnt some of my face. Okay. So maybe Strat's gone to wherever he... Possibly. Like, did you feel like it was possible for you to, like, actually disappear into... I, I think... I, yes, I think so. Well, I mean, don't do that. But... Well, no, no, that's kind of... Yeah, it was... Um, right, it's a way to get off the island. It's one way. I mean, true. We don't yeah. know where you'd end up, I so maybe, So maybe that's, what, maybe that's what Strat did. Okay, what do we want to do? I've just remembered also that I have this weird weapon from the spaceship. Yeah. Yep. Which I have not you know, really examined in any material way. 
So uh, I don't know if I could try and do something with that or if we just need to go back to the ship. To and Alice's leg is messed up, so get into the ship. Might be a bit of a challenge. Well, your splint was really nice, so how, <laughs> how good's my, my, my leg doing? Definitely wasn't broken. I've ascertained that, I think. Well, you're, you're no longer... You're no longer injured and your morale is back up, so yeah, I'd say right. you're you're, mm. you're you're probably fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll I'll be limping a bit today, but mm-hmm. it's you can I think you can move walk. it. Yeah. Okay. Where should we go? Where should we go? But I mean, the thing with the the spaceship is, is it's under the water. It's really annoying to try and get to. Not if we can do something with it yeah. with our minds. But Alex was touching it, so he'd have to swim down and do something. I maybe. could do that. Well, maybe we could do it together. Did you have a connection with it? Do you think? Well, I felt weird when we were at the lake. We could then, go and give it a try. Then we could all give it a try and see if we can bring it up out of the ground. Okay. Can I bodge something to help you guys when you're down there? Well, yeah. Like a really big straw. So, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, like, maybe there's some bamboo. <laughs> Hold on. Around the lake? Maybe bamboo, or maybe we can change the paddle steamer into something that will allow us to go down underwater. Into a scuba diving cave. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you can change it into anything. Who knows? Mm. I've just asked it a question. To show do you want to try? Track. I have no affinity with the steamboat, but do you want to try and make it submarine? <laughs> the submarine. Yeah, all right. I don't know if yeah. we can do that. Let's try. Let's give it a go. Why not? If not, I mean, bamboo. Well, yeah, if not, bamboo. So um, I'm going <laughs> to... Wait, hang on a second. Do the old... How are we going to get it to the... Yeah, I think submarines lake. might not be... Maybe scuba, scuba gear that mm. we can wear. Some just sort just of a tank, like not... Yeah. Yes. yeah, just need oxygen tank. Yeah. yeah. Not like flippers and mm. wetsuits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a crack. All right. Yeah. Resolve uh, and a plus one for your affinity. So it's a plus two. It's a pretty big roll. Um, getting some things out of the way. Getting some things out of the way. That is an 11. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even cost you anything. Nice. Uh, you got the hang of it now. Yeah, having done it once, it actually comes weirdly easily this time. As you place your hands on the paddle wheel, Mm -hmm. and once again that sheen comes over it, and it's almost like it becomes uh, like it becomes soft Mm. and starts to turn into something pliable, and you you shape it, and it resists you in some ways when you're imagining like scuba gear as you've seen Mm. it. It doesn't want to go into that shape, but. It seems to know something similar, and you manage to shape it into it. It takes a shape and becomes solid, and unlike the the Strat Phantom that kind of just melted into the floor, mm. it takes on a shape and a texture and a solidity. The paddle wheel is now there's only half of it left, and in front of you is you know those uh, like big metal yep. diving helmets. Yeah, <laughs> yes. That like. They cover, they sit on your shoulders mm-hmm. and they've got a hose coming out the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like the idea is that you just have it on and you just walk mm-hmm. along the bottom mm-hmm. with it weighing you down and mm-hmm. the air pipe coming yeah. to the surface. It's an 1870 yeah. diving yeah. kit from the Wild West. Stunning. Fantastic. Uh, so it's kept in its own era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lovely old job. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, these are really heavy. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, we've got to lug these all the way out of the lake. You've only got one. Only oh. got one. <laughs> Well, That's better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah, we carry it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Also, as you're discussing this, the wheel now <laughs> definitely <laughs> not balanced no. anymore. <laughs> Tips and uh, the like bed pallets and piles of coconuts start to slide out of the shelter. Yeah. As it 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Sl- slams over so that it's it's now like a it's now a semicircle that is mm. like a U shape. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We resting, can't and it kind of teeters mm. and seesaws a bit before settling. That's right. Again. We're getting okay. off okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so we're going to carry this diving helmet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back to the to lovely, the lovely lake, lake. <laughs> through the nice rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Who's carrying the helmet? Well, you've got a baddie leg. Yeah. So. Not you, because I think this is—it's gonna—it's heavy, mm. and to carry it through this like rocky plane, it's gonna mm-hmm. take some resolve. It's gonna be a feat of endurance. Yeah, I have minus one resolve. I've got one. I think I've we got can, zero. I so think we can. I'll do like, it. We can all help carry it. It won't just be. Well, let's see how I do, shall we? Mm. Is it carryable? I'm working out. Yeah, it must be one person carryable because yeah, yeah, you, you wear it, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, are you carrying it by wearing it? <laughs> uh, if there's a, is there a suit attached or is it just the helmet? No, it's just the, it sits on the shoulders and it's the helmet around it. And the idea is that you wade into the water and yeah. the air trapped mm-hmm. in it stays yeah, trapped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to him. No, I think I'm probably just carrying it. Mm, okay. And then maybe I might put it on my head for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, roll resolve. Uh, and one for everyone is together. Yeah. Four, six... <laughs> Can I help? Honestly, the worst rolling. <laughs> That's a fail, isn't it? Yes, it is. How would you like to help? Um, I want to bodge her together like a bit of one of the pallets. Okay. A bit of rope so you can drag it. Oh, yeah, nice. Behind you. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Well, instead of rolling morale, then roll, roll, oh. roll intellect for a bodge. Great. Ooh, horrible failure. I am not good at that. No. <laughs> it's just a pallet and a bit of rope. But I have I a feeling we are leaving this helmet behind. <laughs> <laughs> you just tie a string to it. It's like an anchor. And it's just... <laughs> Before you can finish this sled, you run out of something vital. Like bananas. One of, yeah, one of your resources is depleted. I think it probably is the food. Yeah, like, no yeah. food, yeah. I'm starving mm. and I just can't. You, you, got, a, you got a breakfast, yeah. so you're, you're not yeah. all hungry yet, but you like are kind of absentmindedly snacking as you build this thing and you realise that it's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. Does that mean that we're going to have to hunt before we go on, or I just can't? Did we cook all of the birds? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 birds, because we're little birds. But we're going to try and get some more bananas at the lovely lake. Yeah, I think there's loads of bananas at the lovely lake. Um, And only one help attempt per roll. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. So that is it. So um, This helmet is... It's too heavy. It's just, no, it's just a no. You do take it with you, and you're pretty sure that you can handle it. It, you're like, no, Ellen, I don't need that sled that you didn't finish making. Because <laughs> you're too busy snacking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the four of you set out across the plane, and Vicky, you are bravely carrying this thing, but yeah. it's, it's too much, and uh, it's going to cost you one morale. And okay. you get to like the middle of the plane, and it's quite a nice day, and the sun is starting to come down, and you realise that it's cost you one morale already it's it your arms are hurting yeah you cannot carry this thing any further yeah what you're someone else gonna That's carry right, it. i'll yeah. start carrying it now mm. we could just give up on it and get something better when we get to the lake okay what i don't know i feel like it's just more effort than it's worth i'm worried if we get there and die we'd have to dive down to touch mm. it and what if we go all funny and drown no i don't know i, mean, I can I, do it i'm gonna carry it mm-hmm. i'm gonna pick it up and start okay, walking fine. Cool. okay here cool. we go resolve <laughs> it's not great but yeah. it's more than a fail. It's seven. Uh, either you can't carry it, or mm. you can carry it, but it'll cost you time, resources, or morale. Oh my god! I will is... take some morale, please. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Just for a helmet. But you, in which case, you do it. 
Yeah. How much? Yeah. All of you have underestimated the weight of this thing mm. compared Worse to like Congreal, you guys. your strength <laughs> and how how strong you are from like the small amounts of food that you like. You're not getting a balanced diet here. Yeah. It's true. It's just bananas. Yeah. And, and the little birds. 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 Well, I mean, you know, birds. It's the double nuts. B diet. <laughs> <laughs> birds and bananas. <laughs> my rap album yeah (laughs) (laughs) would listen (laughs) so but you make it to the lovely lake um, Mm. with the diving helmet Vicky and Dave both looking exhausted (laughs) carrying it Lava bursts over the top of the mesa. Time to go. I'm the island, and the island is me. Away. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I try. As as we run, I want to. Um, uh, I'm going to sing us all a song to try and get your morale all back. Nice, uh-huh. Uh-huh. amazing. I'm going to sing. Fly me to the moon. Let me fly among the stars. Let me see the springs. Just run, just run and sing. Yeah, and I'm trying to do this for one person at once. I suggest Josh. Yeah. <laughs> is this plus my morale? Yes. Uh, yeah. That is an eight. That's a ten. Great, Josh. Uh, you gain one morale as well, Chris, for a ten. If you're not already at full, I'm full. Okay, Josh. In which case, Josh, you can gain two. Wow. Okay. Amazing. Back to full, and I start singing along as well. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always dancing as you go. So good, tap a 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 change, step a change, step a change, split, leap. And I dash ahead as I do. You pelt through the terrain. My arm feels so much better. This is this is actually so the the copter is hovering over sort of where the beach meets the cliffs. So this is actually unknown territory. Oh god, no! Oh no! So, <laughs> listen, to, listen to my instincts. <laughs> uh, what ter- what terrain do we think we're running into? Uh, at this point, I mean, well, like, like from cliffs. How about like old lava fields? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. kind of Icelandic style, yeah. black, yeah, rock, black obsidian. Rocky. Yeah, yeah, sharp. I haven't got any shoes on. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> <laughs> they make the most amazing sound in this rock. Yeah, <laughs> really would do. Yeah. Um, at baseline, I think this is about endurance. This is about trying to run full pelt, uh, being pursued by a rush, sure. rushing tide of lava uh, to get to the chopper uh, before you're consumed. Um, so I think this is going to be a resolve roll. If anybody's got a different way that they think they're going to tackle this issue, I then I will hear it. Yes. Uh, from my two failures, I've picked up a new move called Hold the Pass. Nice. When I take on danger, al- I can take on danger alone, so my fellow survivors don't have to. Mm-hmm. What would that look like in this situation? I don't know because I am a man running in his pants. It's <laughs> <laughs> a broken bottle in my back. Um, I mean, what, what, what is the immediate danger from from the terrain to get to get to the chopper? Well, the immediate danger is the lava flow yeah. coming mm-hmm. behind you. Hmm. So, I, I don't know if I can make this work. I really want to, but there's no way of me sort of stemming the tide of the lava, pulling mm. down. I, I want this to work. Me I want, too. I want you to be able to do this move. Me I think too. maybe there is, maybe there's... Um, like a rock formation you can mm. kick over. And it's like, yeah, I'm just thinking like pulling thinking. branches yeah. and sort of trees. Well, I'm thinking really about low water, it. whether yeah. there's any water around that you could divert onto the lava. Yeah, is, the, is there cool like it. a dam close maybe. by, perhaps? Yeah, definitely not a man-made one, but like a natural 
natural yeah, beaver dam, dam that you think you could <laughs> yeah. pull some because I mean ultimately the lake that I saw earlier has to drain into the yeah. sea somewhere oh. so could there be a river that has run down yeah, towards so the and then go over the cliffs from yeah. the waterfall absolutely maybe you can like knock a maybe there's like something that we can block up the river with mm. so it overflows yeah. the banks and yeah, yeah. it's got to be something that happens really quick well, yeah exactly yeah. So it might be like a waterfall that comes out so there's lots of force coming yeah, yeah, out yeah, of yeah, it yeah, yeah. so really? it, it might be just like a, a series of large rocks or something that I'm able to just kind of at least pull one away so the force of the banks overflow in an attempt to make sure these guys don't have to run roll resolve oh dear sure. so just yes. to confirm with everybody if I roll 10 or above I face the danger myself on my own terms and you guys get away scot-free Mm-hmm. On a seven and above, I face the danger alone, but not on my own terms. You guys get to flee. If I roll six or below, it escalates for everybody. So this okay. is Hail Mary moment yeah. to try and okay. be a hero and not fail. <laughs> so I'm rolling 2d6 for those of you that are at home, and I'm adding a plus one to my resolve. I'm not evading danger, so I don't get any other... Uh, while moving silently, so I don't get any other bonuses. Let's roll the dice. Oh, I'm afraid that's only a seven... Not a six. Not, not a six. six. So I face the dangers alone. These guys get out of harm's way, but I'm not doing it on my own terms. You face it on the back foot. Can we roleplay this out? What do you say? How do you signal to these three that you want them to keep running while you stay behind and do So I've sort of sprinted ahead. My legs my legs were all fine. It was only my arm that was that was dodgy. So I've still got a lot of adrenaline coursing through. And being the marathon runner that I am, I sort of take a bit of a sprint off ahead. And I see... Up to my left, the river that runs down, uh, which will eventually kick out into the into the ocean, and I see um, a collection of of rocks that form one side of the bank of the river, and the river is deep and sort of uh, rushing through from the jungle down to the sea, and so I get the feeling that if I were able to dislodge some of the river bank, some of them are already overflowing, then it will cause enough of a flood for the water to drain down, cooling off the lava momentarily allowing us an escape. That's how I see my heroic plan. Okay, and how do you how do you signal to these three? Do you say anything? Well, I've run off ahead and I just kind of look okay. behind and I've already used the get to the chopper line, which I'm really upset about. So I just kind of point in the direction of where we know the helicopter is and I just say, go, run, fly, you fool, go. The three of you just see that look in Josh's eyes that you've started to come to know. Yeah. Not, not the three of us. Not three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> two of us. Josh. Oh, two of oh, you. Oh, I forgot. And I, and I run up, run up the, uh, the banks of the hill and I yell, wild card, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I have the island of the island is me. <laughs> All right, Saki. Come on. Okay. We can make this. Think of Clive. Clive. Think of Clive. Clive. Yes. To Clive! To Clive! (laughs) You two make it to the chopper. Josh is successful in diverting or slowing the tide enough for you to give you the chance you need to make it there. Josh, Mm. you pull some rocks out of place. Mm -hmm. The uh, enough water runs uh, onto the volcanic plain Mm -hmm. in order to uh, slow the flow of the lava. But you, you, in your relief... Panting with exertion, you find that your plan has worked, but you're now trapped. Mm. You're now on a a single bit of land, a raging river on one side, boiling lava on the other side. You can feel the heat coming off it. There's nowhere safe for you to go. Mm -hmm. And the chopper seems like it's trying to head your way, but it's 
the air currents above the lava mm. are just too much and it can't stay steady. Josh! <laughs> I've got the rope ready to throw, like, the line ready to throw out, but it's just not getting close enough. So, yeah, Nat and Starkey, you can see, you can see that Josh is on this now rapidly shrinking little patch of land. been listening to Merely Roleplayers. In this season, Vicky, Dave, Ellen, Alex, Nat, Strat, Starkey and Josh all play themselves, sort of, in a game designed and run by Matt. Like most of our games, this one's powered by the apocalypse. You can find more games in this genre at apocalypse-world.com pbta. If you enjoy the programme, let us know with a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Listen Notes, or wherever you do your listening. You can also find us on Twitter at Merely Roleplay and at facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers. Merely Roleplayers is an independent production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Join us for more drama next episode. <laughs>